0: My name is Lola Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. All right, so we got uh, something that is, we got, I don't know if calling this a classic is really apt because this is um, kind of more of, it is a classic in some sense, in that it is tied to a very classic um, anime franchise. Um, we are talking today about macross specifically macross do you remember love um some people might be familiar with super dimension fortress macross um a lot of people at least over here might be more familiar with it the fact that it is one of the i can't think of like two or three shows that were kind of jumbled together to form the show uh robotech um but in japan uh it was just its own thing although this was, Macross, um, I believe, is the first in a multitude of franchises uh, that were brought out by Big West. Uh, I believe Orgus was one. Uh, it's, it's a Century Cross. Uh, I think Mos Peta is also another one that is in this franchise. But yeah, um, if it's basically what this show is, is, it's Gundam, but instead of having everything just be the mech, the plane can turn into the mech. Um, it's, I don't want to short sell by I say that's pretty much what it is, but this is probably the quintessential, Hey, you have a plane and then it turns into a robot. Um, and the show ran, I believe in 1982. Uh, there was a number of episodes for it. And in, it's weird because in Canon, this movie exists as a way to retell the story of the show. but, what this also means in at our actual world sense, Macross Do You Remember Love is essentially a retelling of the entire series in a two-hour movie. And um, whether or not it, you know, holds up uh, is what we're going to be discussing today. I'm not the only one who watched this. So please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm
1: Axe. No, I've forgotten about Love entirely.
2: Hi, I'm typist and
0: I'm here to blow a motherfucker's brains out. Yeah, um, so I, I think this also is to also to respect Max. Yes. That's the other thing. Yes, you, you get your big lady. Um, but yes, um, of the three of, I don't think a any of us were super familiar with. I like I knew from across from like osmosis and also the fact that it's. I never actually watched Robotech or Macross. And from what I gathered, I don't think either of you two did either. So we're my all kind of... My familiarity
2: mostly just comes from my general knowledge of Delta.
0: Yeah. Because uh, there's it's, been a number of Macross franchise
1: or like Macross, I don't think spinoffs are the right, word, but another... Series. Series, yeah. Yeah, know my my knowledge of it is kind of like, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty popular with a uh, well-known. So I know in name only, really.
0: All right. So Look, all I'm saying is Econai Borderline Whips ass. Yes. The the music that is I feel like the music is gonna be probably a lot of our discussion about this, but um <laughs> yeah. Uh so I think let's just go ahead and dive right into our control interviews. Uh so uh I let me I am going to go ahead and give uh my take uh on this. Uh, That being that uh, I was going into this, I didn't know what I was going to like, whether or not I had high or like low hopes, because I've seen like things before where it's like, oh, this is like well known and like it's something that's uh, like it's a general classic, but how I would actually feel about it is I really have no idea. And I saw that this I honestly saw this two hours and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be a kind of a slow crawl. I was pl- very pleasantly surprised by this. Uh, this kind of makes me want to watch more Macross stuff. It is um, the animation stuff
2: with, with a budget is the problem.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I in general, I thought this was incredibly good. Animation was really good. The music's really good. There is a, a lot of care that went into this. Um, The only thing I could think that I negatively didn't really or that could could negatively affect is that honestly, they didn't have enough time. Uh, This is a two hour movie and they kind of they still had to nick some stuff because of it. Um, So, yeah, uh, that is even with that, I still think it's a really good movie. Um, I like the music. Uh, I like the action. I was not expecting it to be quite as gory as it was. But that's not like it's not something that really turned me off. It was just not something I was expecting because some of the kills in this are pretty brutal, but also pretty rad uh, in that. So, um, yeah, so uh, that was pretty neat. I think it is a very, very good movie. I can see why this is a classic Um, and it's just a very good sci-fi movie. Um, I just think that it is one of those. It's also one of those. I kind of hate saying this because I feel like it's a dismissive to the genre, but this is really an anime that you anyone this you don't have to be into anime to enjoy this movie. It's just a pretty decent movie, or at least in my opinion, it was Um, and yeah, still holds up. Uh, You're going to need some time to watch it, but um, yeah, pretty good. Um, My personal ranking for it uh, is around two or three. I think this still holds up to things like, uh, say ghost in the shell. Uh, I feel like it's a bit more coherent in terms of like the plot of that. It's that Ghost in the shells based off. I feel it's a little bit too loose with the source material. Whereas this, you can still kind of understand a, a good majority of it. And, uh, yeah, I think that two or three is my personal take on this. So, uh, with that, um, let's get someone's else opinion and we're going to mix this up a little bit. Let's go ahead and get Torpo's take on how he thought Macross, do you remember love? Uh, so Torpo, what is your thoughts on Macross? Do you remember love? Or actually, first off, just to kind of, well, we kind of went over the fact that we're going in, most of us are that all of us, we're pretty much going, going in blind. Um, So I think with that, we just might as well just go into What is your gut-first impressions? Just, like, a couple sentences.
2: Holy shit, this is influential, and I can
0: kind of understand why. Yeah, it's... There's a lot of things that I saw, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes sense.
2: A lot of shit from that movie on will ape that fucking movie.
0: Yeah. Um, A lot of design in a lot of games from, like, the 80s. Like, it's like, oh, there's, like, the tuning fork thing. Like, oh, this makes... The design from Gradius make a lot more sense. This makes like this thing the inter reference here that so
2: many things make more sense
0: yeah um and i'm sure that some of those things were in the original show but uh this in particular um <clears throat> clarify the original show looks like shit <laughs> it does uh so it was actually funny when i w- we showed this on uh one of our the other people that are watching who who was more familiar with macross um Turned out, it, like, brought up something that happened in the show, so we watched that thing. Yeah, uh, you can definitely tell that it is a 1982 TV anime. Super cheap. The anime, the the combat was incredibly poor. Whereas was, this movie looked great. Incredible
2: use of uh, design and colors, incredibly detailed. And the action looked fantastic.
0: Yeah, like... I think that like, if we're going to go for three things, I think that is like things just look really good in this. I want to say specifically
2: art direction, I think is incredible with things like uh, one of the most notable scenes for me was when the ship was transforming and you could see the gravity shift in the way movement and everything reacted to it. Like the fighter pilot in his jet slash robot trying to fight as everything rotated around him looked fantastic.
0: Yeah, it, This movie did not cut any corners in terms of, or I should say, actually, I can't really think like, I can't think of many scenes that it kind of skimped out on animation. It just kind of, it was just a really good, like shot move or not shot, but like really good attention to detail anime.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Uh, it did a lot with gravity because obviously it's in space and it all looked really good in motion. Like it's surprisingly good. Yeah, not everything was perfect, but in general, I think it looked really
0: good, especially the action, which was shockingly detailed. Yes, Um, that is something that I uh, really I was not expecting uh, the level of gore that is in this movie.
2: Yeah, like one of the first scenes we see with like a fight is a dude in his mech grabbing one of the uh, the aliens by the head and crushing it in graphic detail.
0: Uh, there is a lot of head trauma to this. Like, that is like, it, if I could think, like, I'm trying to think of the stuff, like the gore that is in this movie. It is all head related. A lot like, of it's head related, yeah. Uh, it's like the dude who, like, in that opening thing where he just takes a bullet to the face and just, like head explodes uh, one of the when they get captured there's like a scene of like a dude getting his face crushed Um the dude in the missile just nonchalantly just d- getting his face blown up with a missile it was so good and just there's God was it during one of the transformations that a dude just gets decapitated uh, yes I think it was during that yeah just just all of a sudden just head gone like, you just see a head pop off
2: Yeah, um, uh, it, it looked good It yeah. looked good, the music was good even if I didn't necessarily like all of it Mostly due to personal taste, more than anything, it was still very good uh, Yeah Zero G Love was pretty fun
0: Yeah, there's a lot of fun little
2: musical numbers in those Uh, though if I was to have leverage one complaint, the pacing is not existent <laughs> Yeah, it is the two It is hour- trying to cover an entire series in two hours And it tries its little heart out, but it can only
0: do so much. Uh, God, like the major one for me was the, oh, this girl got kidnapped. Oh, I guess they recovered her at some point. They don't show it at all.
2: Also, the Uh, entire thing between Max and that one giant lady.
0: Yeah, I feel like the fact that those are more side characters, that was... uh, That's one thing I do want to bring up when we talk about trivia that I thought was... That... I feel like that's a... I can see why they cut it, but it's still in a note. of Max that is happened. the only
2: man I respect in that series. Yes, uh,
0: he got his big lady.
2: He got his big lady. And you know what? Could we all be so lucky?
0: To get... Uh, could, she? She big. She's she big. She's big.
2: She big. <laughs> uh, I also will say, I do respect them for having the main character choose between the ladies. Pretty quickly. And without any doubt in his mind, and doesn't get like wishy-washy or anything.
0: Yeah, that was something that I wasn't quite expecting. But because it's like, oh, I guess that thing with that one lady just kind of just fell into oblivion.
2: Well, yeah, well, because he knew her for a few days, but then he was there on the planet with uh, the other lady for like a month, month or two. It's like they'd spent a lot of personal time together in close proximity and bonded quite
0: closely And also they would have had knowledge of each other Like they would have, they've had, they had an, exi- an existing more professional relationship prior Yeah But I'll Whereas they-
2: like the idol was He met her for the first time when they got trapped in part of the ship after the transformation And they hung out for a little bit And then they dated for like a day before everything went to shit Yeah which, even when they met back up, he still blamed himself for. Yeah. Um. But yes, so I, I appreciated that, that he he stuck by his guns. Though it really made the, the idol girl look really terrible. Yeah. Because uh, at one point she gets really angry at him for not choosing her, and even instead of singing the big song that unites the universe, just goes what if they all just died? What if everyone but us was dead? Yeah. It
0: was, it was pretty awful. It didn't... So it is the one thing that this show does that you can tell that this was a show from the 1980s, uh, where at the very end, where the main character just slaps her across the face is one of the things I'm like, you know, that's still pretty shitty, but I can kind of see why you did that. She was being a huge fucker at the time. So like, I can kind of forgive it. It is the one instance I can think of of the multitudes of times that happens in a specifically sci-fi anime that is semi-justified. No bright slap, but it's, it's it, is no slap. <laughs> it is no bright slap. It is no again because more of what this franchise is made is me getting confused with Gundam,
2: Gundam and uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes. Yeah, well, how helped like, that did they have a a
0: fuck? Didn't they have like a Gundam composer? Uh, are we crossing over the streams of the Ultraman thing? Oh no, that's actually no. That is the the thing with the music, and it's something I'll go into later. No, the guy who composed the music for this actually did, uh, did, oh, maybe he did do Gundam, uh, but he has a really weird la- uh, range. Um, like uh-huh. I actually knew him because he, or knew of his work because he composed the NES version of Wizardry. It's,
2: uh, yeah, it's the thing too is like, even the non like vocal music is still pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, no, so the, so the other things that he did were uh Space we're Cobra. That was did...
2: Space Cobra. It sounded exactly like Space Cobra.
0: Oh, uh, which Space Cobra has really good music, which is a good uh, thing. Yeah, a lot uh, of brass. Yes, um, yeah, he's just done. Oh, he also did Suikoden. um oh. oh, yeah, like OG Suikodens. Yeah, yeah. He did the first Suikoden.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, And stuff like Barefoot again. Final Yamato. Uh, he did Orgus, which is another one in this series. Uh, he did the original show. Um, also the anime Thunderbirds that no one talks about because it's barely a Thunderbird show. Um, right. Either way,
2: the music was was stellar. Yeah. Also, uh should we mention the dub? Uh that is something we, we, will that <laughs> that is, yeah. we will talk about later. That is we'll
0: talk about that towards the end because <laughs> Ooh, that is uh, that is an oh, that is a PSA that I want to make sure that we are all familiar with of which version of this you should watch. But yeah, so let's if we're gonna if I'm gonna okay, so to to dial it back a bit, I'm gonna
2: say the three things. It is the action looks great. There's a lot of detail put into the action and I really appreciate it. The music is great. Even if I necessarily don't like some of it, I still think it's fantastic. Um and I guess yeah the third thing is I actually quite like the writing. It was even though the pacing was kinda garbage, I appreciate that the characters had Quite a bit of depth to them, all yes. things
0: considered. Yeah.
2: So yeah, that that's it's what I'll say is those those are my three things.
0: All right. So uh, with those three things in mind, what is your gut reaction? Uh, or without without any explanation, what is your number range? I would say probably five or four. Okay, four to five.
2: Off the top of my head, without looking at the chart, four or five. All right.
0: Uh, at a minimum, at a minimum. Okay, uh, I got four to five. All right, well, that was Torpo's take on Macross, Do You Remember Love? Uh, So let's go ahead and get Axe and see what their thoughts on Macross, Do You Remember Love? All right, so Axe, what is your thoughts on, because like both me and Torpo, you did not have any experience on this. So what are your thoughts on Macross, Do You Remember Love?
1: um all right uh well i mean it's this is another classic and obviously the the theme is classics and things like that and um i knew about this just sort of in passing you know kind of like um kind of like with slayers and some of the other stuff we've watched Uh, i thought it was really good uh better than i was a lot of it's kind of the running theme with with me going into a lot of these old anime movies and shows is it's it's better than i anticipate and i should probably bring my expectations up a little considering um but it it was nice it was a nice uh watch it was weird though it was weird because it's a very heavily a musical uh it's very much a musical um it has way too many songs in it to not be actually a musical and that's not a complaint about the songs per se but it's just it it's just weird it comes off very weird
0: it's not what you'd expect from like macross being known for uh, like macross's thing of hey it's that thing that has the the planes that turn into robots
1: yeah and the billion missiles coming out of nowhere kind of thing like so I mean, it's not really I don't feel like it was at least from what I've I've looked up beforehand. I don't feel like it was actually billed as a music heavy endeavor. So when you go into it, it is it, kind of like uh, what the, the reaction you guys had with uh, Phenomena where it's like, OK, this is going we're going in this is a horror movie, then out of nowhere, fucking Iron Maiden pops in like it's just that same sort of like, oh, oh OK, we're doing this. All right. But this movie does that a lot. It does a lot of that. Oh, okay. Because we had a lot of we had a lot of similar reactions. Like, okay, there's a lot of music to it, and then there's also the gore. I was not expecting gore, let alone the amount of gore that they had in this. Yeah, it. That was
0: something that I brought up as well. Is the fact that this the the level of gore I was not expecting, considering the source of this was not particularly like. It couldn't be because it was like a anime from the 1980s. So you couldn't really get that gory because I, I don't know, like the Japanese like scheduling of like, I would imagine considering my familiar Fist of the North Star and all the violence in that it's there, but it's all done and stylized where you don't actually see the gore in uh, here. It is exceptionally detailed.
1: It is. It's also, um, oh, I had a thought on this. It's I want to say uh, like the the most gory uh, animated thing that we've watched animated because we've watched the thing and that's pretty much the goriest thing yeah, we've definitely watched. Yeah. But but in terms of animated, the goriest thing that we've had on the docket so far had been Megami Tensei. um, And that was obviously more of a shock. It was more uh, exploitative in its presentation, whereas this, it seems sort of, it fits, despite the fact that it kind of doesn't. It's it's so out of... It, like, the very first uh, bit of gore, I think, was a dude getting his head blown apart. And it just comes out of nowhere, but it's gone just as quickly. It's, it's treated as... Because this is all about war. And, you know, we all know war is gritty, it's violent, it's gross, it's nasty, it's awful. And this in its own way, not very subtle, but yet... It's it's weird to describe it because it's not subtle. It's right in your face, but it's also kind of subtle because there's not the eye is not on it. It happens and goes away just as quickly as it happens. And we move on and it's got that sort of attitude towards the, the towards like the event um, that kind of like the fact that
0: it, it is nonchalant. And the fact that this shit happens, but it's also something that
1: just it happens and then it just goes away um yeah it's it, it's 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 not even just nonchalant it's 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 like this is this is just how it is this this is what uh uh what's what's gonna what, what happens and um It. it's not there's not emphasis played on it it's not trying to exploit this kind of thing it's trying to just it, it's message is simply that this is just it goes hand in hand
0: yeah I can I can definitely see that um I should give a uh, to give a kind of a counter or not, a, not a counterpoint, but like another uh, comparison to something me. else. That, no, I, I'm not trying <laughs> to, I'm trying to, it actually reminds me of something that, um, because especially with how facially oriented, like all the gore in this is this because it reminds me of another, um, but I'd say like one of the other more heavily gory, uh, anime films we saw, which was Ghost in the Shell, uh, where that one, it's actually the thing that kept me from watching that movie <laughs> actually, Funnily enough, is that movie starts with some dude getting his head blown off?
1: Mm, um, yeah, I, I could see that being a bit rough on you.
0: Void, <laughs> I was like, that when I downloaded, when I obtained an incredibly legal copy off of LimeWire, <laughs> um, and I just was watching it, and then all of a sudden, that dude's head just blows up, and I'm like, you know what? Actually, maybe this is a bit too more intense for me at, the, <laughs> at that time in my life.
1: Um, but but, but that's, yeah, 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 it's very much like this. It is, but also at the same time, like I said, it happens so quickly, so it's kind of like you like you can't prepare for it. Not like the thing where it's like, oh, we're building up to this and it's going to get nasty. This stuff happens out of nowhere and then is gone almost as quickly. And, and and it works in favor of the movie because if they were to have gone voyeurist with with their approach to the gore, like a lot of movies tend to do, if the emphasis was placed on it, it would have absolutely muddled the message of the movie and it would have actually hurt the tone that it had going for it. Um, If it just like even a couple seconds, if they if they lingered even a couple seconds more on each, you know, moment of gore, it would have absolutely uh, dismantled what I think they were going for. Uh, Which is just simply that, you know, war is awful, it's nasty, and nasty things happen in war. And these are very tame in comparison to some other war films, which go into uh, a lot more human part of the horrors of war, the nastiness that, that people, whereas this is just simply, this is the violence that you'll see in war um so so it didn't actually so as as out of place as it seemed initially the more it gets put into context just through the pacing of the movie and the the general tone it stops feeling out of place and you start to see where it belongs within the narrative uh and the same thing same thing actually kind of goes for the music too the first time the music kicks in out of out of context instead of like her being at the 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 concert and singing where it makes it makes sense we want to hear the song because she's singing but then you have those moments where you get the songs but she's not singing it's just part of the, the the scene it's it's that whole musical aspect and the more you get that the more it starts to feel part of the narrative and it stops feeling. And that's what I mean with like the, the subtle, not subtle. everything seems out of place, but then it settles almost instantly back into place. And it just makes that particular part feel better. And, and, and a lot of the weird sort of dissonance that seems to be there. Uh, once it gets full context, it, it actually lifts the movie up to, to something a lot more than, than just a generic mecca. You know, this could have been an absolute generic mecha. I think this predates Gundam. I'm pretty sure. Uh,
0: they're, no, uh, Gundam was late 70s. This was early 80s. They okay. are they're contemporary to each other.
1: Okay. So Gundam so, was
0: technically slightly earlier.
1: Right. So it could have been Gundam. It could have been your standard war is hell mecha. But this decided to take it in a couple of different directions. And I think it actually pulled off what it was trying to do. Um... Uh, as far as as far as the uh, the characters are concerned, I I don't know. Some stuff kind of, I didn't like the whole the whole um, the love, the love cornering that was going on in this uh, where he's trying to choose between the two women. I, I felt that was very that was very, that was very trite, even for its time. And they could have done something so much better than that. Um. And then, you know, the, the, the voice acting is actually pretty good for the Japanese version of it. I,
0: yeah, we're going <laughs> to we discuss that in our little thing, but we're going to we're going to save that towards the end.
1: Yes, that, that's just a hint of what's to come. Uh, the music, the songs were, for the most part, pretty good. I know there is one scene where uh, it was felt that the song didn't fully fit, but I actually liked I liked the juxtaposition. I like the juxtaposition of this intense nasty you know military battle uh, scored by a, a, a sort of a ballad really and you know it it really it elevated the scene in my opinion
0: there uh, is to- um there's a see here's the thing I would give an example but I don't want to give the example because um there is something that very sim- that happens very similarly in another anime movie uh that is scored to a um i'll just say the movie metropolis uh which is a uh take on a Os- uh, osama tezuka uh, thing came on like 2000 uh they have a scene towards the end of the movie that is set to a very particular choice of a licensed song uh that is i would or, i would say very uh, dissonance of what's going on, but that dissonance elevated that scene to so to a very like it makes that scene so much better. Um, and I love it when things do like
1: it's it's dissonant, but it also elevates it. Yes. Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, you can do dissonance, and if you do it right, it will change the scene. And it will change the feel of the scene. So, like, we could have gone with a more aggressive rock kind of song that you would normally get for a military scene. But that, that just fills the scene with a... a, a, a sort of a a release of aggression if you do this scene to the ballad that they chose there's a little more there's like an epicness to it there's there's, there's, this this, you can feel that 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 anger that build up that tension and it and it continues to kind of be you know like it's like an open heart injury with your hand like the, the where you're just taking the heart and pumping it you know Manually with your hand and I feel that that's that's what the scene did is this is, is it's it really just sort of It lifted up the the things that were happening in a way where it felt a little more epic a little more You know you were just pulled back enough from it, but you're still watching it Whereas if you had something more aggressive you're in it you're in it, and you're just kind of going It's like ah, rah, rah, rah. But but with 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 a with a more laid-back kind of song um, Yeah, I, I, don't, I it's it's I uh, it's it's almost beautiful in a way it also a helps sense with, a, there's a sense of beauty to it
0: yeah well that's also part of the reason why well part of the reason why that song is used is there's a story reason why that that song is like right. used and especially like combined with that but also the fact that that's what the the song is really helps with that scene
1: yeah now um as far as story wise, I disagree that that song was one that could unite people. It was, I mean, it was very it was I know it's 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 for for the sake of the plot, but it was so saccharine that I, I just was like, no, I cannot believe even with any any. I can't suspend my disbelief that this is what's uniting people. I mean, the 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 swifty song from Rick and Morty had a better chance of uniting people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, we all know that the song that reunites the universe was done by one Theodore Logan and Bill S. Preston Esquire was the the people, the two to the wild stallions to actually unite the universe. But I guess they didn't <laughs>
1: have them on hand. No, unfortunately. But even even with like the, the, the negatives, which are very few and far between for this film, uh, my biggest is that I think the plot had a lot of uh loginess to it it was it had moments that were felt a little bloated or just unnecessary the two of them getting stranded on that uh i think it was in like an island or something so, for uh, for a period of time that really wasn't necessary in my opinion
0: uh there was a slight reason why that was there i won't spoil what the reason was but um that scene did go on for a smidge too long
1: it also introduced the whole of that character falling for a completely different character not because they actually like loved each other or cared about her because of convenience and then and then for that relationship to be sort of like the the foil to the real relationship which was between him and the idol um, it it just fell flat for me it was also it was just a very tropey thing to begin with. We've seen it in too many like Pearl Harbor, for example. Now, I know that's, that's decades later but we've seen this. We've seen this kind of story. Even at this time, we've seen it more than enough. And they could have done something like they were already doing a bunch of different things that felt subversive to the genre. And then for them to do that, it's just kind of like, ah. You, you fell back on a trope. I think part of
0: the reason why that probably was there, it is probably a little bit of the weakness of the fact that, um... This was adapted from a TV show and not to belittle uh, the writers who worked on Macross, but that was a science fiction show first and foremost that I guess they had some romance to add onto it that you're probably going to rely on a few tropes just to make sure that there is something there. And because you're adapting that show, you got to keep that element where I that's also speculation for me because I've not seen the original Macross. but knowing what this is, that would not surprise me.
1: And As always, with any adaptation, whether it's from a book, a TV show, a movie to something else, a video game, adaptations are incredibly fucking hard to pull off, especially if you're going from one medium that has lots of room. To tell a story to another medium that doesn't. So book, book or TV show to movie, book to TV show. Like, there's lots of ways that that you can get uh, sort of pigeonholed or just tunneled into doing something that may contradict the, the way that the original story was told. Maybe have some character. Maybe there are some characters that just were you know unpleasant and shouldn't be in. There's like so like not to belabor, but. but I can understand that if this was an adaptation from a TV show, you're taking something that has multiple episodes to really plot out and, you know, get get into detail of the story to a movie. I think this was what, like, just shy of two hours.
0: Uh, it is. just Yes, it is just shy of two hours.
1: Yeah, it so, so like you only get hour like, 50. Yeah. So you get like two hours to tell what is probably a 10 hour story. And you could see where like corners might need to get cut characters might to be blended together Plots might need to be dropped or added to kind of speed things up. So you could, I could definitely feel that In watching it because the pacing of this was fucking weird Um, I know there are a number of times where I was confused as to who we were with why we were there um Because it, and it does feel like it does feel like maybe there's a, a problem on the editing floor with this Um, But that's obviously speculation. We don't have the raw master to to go off of and see where the cuts were made and and all that. But the final product does feel somewhat just disjointed at times.
0: Uh, There's been the only thing that I know of that there's been some just in like interviews with people that uh, worked on this. uh, There are some scenes brought up um, that were originally intended to be in the film that got cut. Um, A good majority of them are stuff that would be extra, but some of them I would imagine that were also stuff that if you want, if they did not mind this being a slightly longer movie, which at this point you're cutting it already.
1: um, I can see why they got cut. Yeah, because then you fall into the Peter Jackson problem. Yeah. And, And honestly, you know, if you can't adapt something within a reasonable amount of time, you either need to rethink it or not do it at all. And, like, like uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is a fairly decent trilogy, but it's too fucking long, and that's with all the shit cut out. Then they added shit, and there's, like, there's that thing, and then they added even more shit. So it's just, like, it's too much. Like, the storytelling's very important, and if you plan to adapt anything to a, a new medium that has greater restrictions than the one before, what you gotta do is you gotta really plan it plan it out and uh, and i don't mean to be mean but i do feel that this this movie does come off as not well fully planned out sort of like all right we'll do this do this do this do this we can't do that okay we'll do this this. like the it almost feels seat of the pants in in design but again you know that's just that is just um that is just a uh, uh shit um i just said the word now i can't remember it speculation Um, thank you specul that's just speculation on my part i can't i can't really back that up by anything so i will just leave that as my opinion is it's disjointed and feels like it was wasn't planned out very well um but those are really just like my 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 positives and negatives with it i think as as an overall product uh, putting all my thoughts into a too long didn't read um my overall thoughts on ross is that it is a very fine uh, movie, and I can see how it was a base for other movies to come.
0: Alright. Um. So with that, um, just out of your, or just like, without, I think we've got, got enough explanation, so just to your, your gunslinger, like, oh, quick draw uh, shot, what
1: is your ranking for this? Uh, bang, bang, let's go with a seven.
0: Alright. Okay. So with that, uh, that is, let's get Torpo back in here and let's go ahead and uh, have some group discussions. So now that everyone has given their individual piece, it is time for us to kind of come together as a group. Um, So uh, let's just kind of go over these kind of bullet points here. Uh, Let's talk about first storytelling, which is like, you know, characters, plot themes, dialogue, um, et cetera. Um, From what I got from both of you, I feel like there's a little bit of a deviance. Uh, I think for the most part, it felt fine. Um, But there are some elements that, uh, in particular, um, particularly the romance uh, aspect felt a little bit hit or miss um, from what I gathered. Um, Is there anything in particular that anyone wanted to like bring up a that about what they thought about the storytelling of this?
1: Well, I kind of said pretty in-depth on mine, but I, I, can, I can sum it up again. Uh, it felt incredibly disjointed, and it didn't feel plotted well.
2: I mean, the issue was the breakneck pacing because they're covering an entire show in two hours, and that's why it felt yeah. super weird. Yeah. Uh, I felt overall it was a done fine. The romance, the problem was more the pacing than anything because once again they dedicated uh, quite a while to the the idol at the beginning Mm -hmm. uh, forgetting that that was only like a few days whereas
0: the lady he spent a month with got about as much screen time yeah it's kind of the thing they kind of like it seemed like at least from when i was watching that it seemed like they wanted to feel like um hikaru was dating uh the idol for like a longer time uh, Than he actually did because it feels like they were like going for months and then it actually turned out it was just days and it just kind of a sudden.
1: And it makes their it makes their romance weirder because if I remember correctly, there was a scene where I think I think either he or she says that they fell in love with the other on at like first glance. It's like it's been three days, you freaking nut. That's 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 a bit much.
0: I believe that was Hikaru, uh, the guy who said that.
2: Yeah, that was that was Ricky to her which once again he was a fan of hers. So yeah. yeah.
1: It, it's just and, and and like you said the 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 whole bit with them, you know, being uh on on a on an island uh, away from everybody else. It, it goes by just as quickly as so like yeah, this is it's just a weird uh in 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 com- inconsistency in passage of time because I thought I thought that uh, Hikaru and the idol were were dating for months. I thought it was going on for a lot longer. Um, and that's why I, I felt no. weird about the whole the island shit, because it's like, OK, you've got this woman you've been with for months, and now you're just going to go for this other woman who's just right next to you, because I guess it's convenient.
2: Nope. They were um, trapped on the ship for a few days, and then they were on their first date when they got abducted. Yep. Mm.
1: Yeah. So like... Yeah, so, so I, I don't know. I didn't feel like either romance really panned out very well. Uh, but again, you know, as, as we said, we'll get it out of there. It's it's an adaptation. But I, I, like I said, in my part, if you're going to adapt something, you either need to uh, think about if you're adapting something and you're ha- you've got a lot of restrictions, you need to think about what you're doing or just don't do it at all. Because if you just jump right into it, uh, you're going to get smacked by all those restrictions.
2: And the problem is, it was important to the plot.
1: Mm.
2: It's also great because when you when you think about it, ah, uh, it makes the idol look like even more of a scumbag.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Though, so as I said before, I at least appreciated the main character
0: sticking by his fucking guns. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think that kind of got in both of your discussions. I think kind of in general that yeah, pacing is the major problem with this. Other than that thing was mostly fine, Uh a little silly with, you know, the al- like the aliens and their kind of conflict is kind of weird. But you know what? It's perfectly fine. Um, it's
2: goofy, have- but a goofy
0: I can accept. Yeah,
1: yeah, I-, I remember. I remember thinking when they were doing the, the alien bits and the aliens were trying to uh, form the right sounds to make the words. So they heard a word they didn't understand. So they'd say it out, like say out the, 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 the um the parts of the word. And I like that. I thought it was it, it's how it would be. You know, you have a species who's not familiar with these terms. They're going to they're not going to be like um, they're not going to be clairvoyant or anything like that or just pick it up right away. They're going to sound it out. It's like how we do. It's how we learn languages, not just our own, but other languages. It's all about sounding it out and feeling around for the word and then trying to learn what its context is, what its definition is. And I think they actually nailed that. Oh, you put way more thought into that than I did. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into things that I probably should just not.
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. I understand completely. It's just like the things I focus on
1: are different. That's all. No, yeah. We got we got all the areas covered.
0: Um, yeah, it, yeah I, I, I might also be right now because... I was actually curious because it's something I didn't look up. It's, I didn't do the thing that I normally don't do or did, which is look up the people who did the voice acting because that is going to come up shortly. But uh, this next one, this next bullet point is probably going to be, is probably one of the more notable things about this movie. And it's, if anything, it is the reason to watch this movie uh, is the aesthetic. Uh, so art, music, set, well, quote unquote, set design. Um, general, this movie got that in spades.
2: It's a real good-looking movie. It moves it real is. good. Yeah, um,
1: for a movie of its time, it, it looks and and plays f- just fantastically.
0: Um, both mentioned the amount of gore that was surprising. <laughs> it it's was.
1: Very- I think we all had the exact same reaction the first time that there was a, a scene with gore. It was like, oh, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, Fair. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. What t- talk about the one that you really liked. You remember the the the, the one scene that you were totally totally on. Uh, oh, which one was that? I think that was the gun in the face. Oh yeah, when he shoved his gun
2: into the dude's visor and just fucking unloaded.
0: Yeah, that that <laughs> one's good. Um even the one where the dude ends up sacrificing himself. Oh, uh, turns the gun
2: around and shoots through the body of the dude on top of him. Yeah, it's great Yes.
0: Um it It's it just it, this movie looks beautiful. Um, music also is really good. Uh, composer for this was a uh, Kentaro Haneda, Hena, uh, mm. I believe, is how you hope probably not how you pronounce that, but that's by butchered Japanese is how uh, it's good, good enough. enough. <laughs> um, i getting that far just to kind of go over some of the stuff. I know I brought it up with Torpo, but um, some of the more notable stuff that he worked on Um Space Cobra. Uh, boy, does sound like Space Cobra. <laughs> yes. Uh, the original, like the original show, uh, Super Dimension Century uh, Orgas, which I believe is two, two, one or two series after Macross uh, was not used in Robotech. Uh, Barefoot Gen, uh, Baggy, uh, Baggy Monster of Mighty Nature, um, Sherlock Hound, um, one of the Project Echo movies. Uh, dear Brother, um, which, yeah, now in hindsight, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, also did two video games, uh, notably the NES versions of Wizardry uh, and the, you know, su- uh, the original Suikoden. Uh, also did one of the uh, Super Sentais, in particular, uh, Backview Sentai Abaranger, which was from 2003. Oh. Um, unfortunately, he is no longer with us. He passed away from lung cancer or er, from liver cancer in 2007. Oh, Jesus. And um,
1: so Fuck cancer. Yeah. Controversial opinion. You hot, hot take cancer sucks. <laughs> 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 Who wants to fight about it? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 that sucks because I know the music's really good.
0: Um, it's just a real brutal way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, but yes, the music is, for the most, it, it's a weird make, like the actual like incidental music is all good and bright, uh, brassy. Um, the the set songs are all good, although it's some of it, some of the dissonance of it, like the some of it feels a little dissonant, and it works in some cases, some it doesn't, or at least feels a little.
2: Yeah, the Weird. song that united the universe feels real goofy as a whole lot of murders going down.
0: It's. I. This is someone. And so, hear me, my fully. Totally, this is something I will fully admit. Uh, I might have actually brought this up at some point in Media Delta. I am a sucker for sappy love songs, in particular, <laughs> in terms of when they're used for good effect. Um, I do not mention the song that's used cuz I know Torpo knows this one uh <laughs> Metropolis has a really good use of a song that in itself it, it, if you'd mention the like the song if you know the song it's there's something about that song coming up that is it's very out of place it's out of place but it fits
2: it's, in a it weird fits way. the
0: scene but it feels weird when it starts basically yeah
1: I mean, and, and I, I said I, I was I said I, I, I like that particular scene that juxtaposition between the fast paced war murder and the very soft ballad trying to because because, again, thinking way too much about a thing. It's it's very much of a trying to bring up hope in what is obviously a very hopeless conflict. War is fucking awful in all of its. Its aspects, and here okay. in the midst of all this, you have this bit of good, this attempt to bring hope to all of the people and unite them against the force that's trying to stop them. And I feel like I feel like it. I feel like it's, it I, I, I'm struggling to find the correct term in my head, but the closest I could come to is it adds a sense of beauty to that scene, to those scenes. That nastiness, and it's just like there there is good in the world in the midst of all of this horror.
2: Okay, but I just like the big reveal—that's just <laughs> some sappy fucking pop song from ten thousand years ago. Yeah, that, I mean it's
1: funny, but I feel like I feel it fits more than it seems to.
2: And the whole point is how music can unite people. It's yeah. just really funny—the big reveal that actually, the entire time it was just some sappy fucking love song from ten thousand years ago. Because well, also- yeah, the, the big reveal at one point is that the alien race that they're fighting against was actually uh. Artificially manufactured by proto-humans who eventually got tired of the
1: constant war and went to Earth for peace. Mm. But, and then would go it, on to become humanity. Allow me to put this on the table. Essentially, this is rock and rule, but good. Kind of, but also it's like, because it's the
0: thing I was thinking of. It's like, I wonder if this is like the first use of the, hey, we're going to use a song from this whatever thing we're fighting's memory to kind of like placate it because i'm just trying to think well this is probably where mother got that idea it's also probably where jesus the dreadful bio monster got that idea from (laughs) uh just trying to think of other cases where hey it's this using the song to make memories appear that cause the placates the fighting like the the force
1: well, I mean, it's it's a very old adage, you know, music, music soothes the savage beast. And I mean, that's that's pretty much what they were doing in, in the in those scenes, or at least I trying. Mean, the to. entire
2: point of the show is that music can bring people together.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But also sick fucking robots.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, it's like I, it's like I said, this easily could have been just another Gundam, but they actually went and tried some different things, whether the, you think it's, they worked or not. They, they, they at least tried, and I feel it's, it's a little more subversive. Sorry, I dumb, feel it's just a yeah. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> no, it's just the right. dumb Gundam image, but this time of a jet shooting a missile over a dude yeah. <laughs> says music can <laughs> unite people. He's just looking at it like, wow, <laughs> cool robot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's I don't know. I feel it's a little. I think this is a bit subversive because it's not your bog standard Mecca. There's there's it's a musical. It's a Mecca musical. That's that's unique, and and I kind of like how it stands out that way.
0: It's it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um. So moving on from the aesthetic stuff. Uh. Didn't not a whole lot of discussion going on to the um actual uh, performance aspect, which is in this case, you know, voice acting. In voice this. acting
1: was pretty good. Yeah, the, the Japanese voice acting was yes. pretty good. Yeah, so might
0: as well just bring this up. <laughs> this movie's actually infamous for um the English dub for the because we've watched the English dub of stuff that obviously got dubbed by that original was in Japanese. And like the manga UK stuff is funny. And it's because it's not it's not good, but it's funny. It's it's also perfectly serviceable. Uh, yeah, this humorous. one is bad. Like it, it felt is, bad to listen to. They uh,
1: recorded their lines in a fucking tin can. It's actually funny because I have the
0: the voice li- list here. They just list five people.
1: They all had very
0: as,
2: funny accents.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's also one person doing multiple different characters. Um, only one of these people have a uh, YouTube or not, not YouTube Wikipedia page. Um, it looks like this was done. At least one of the actors who did that the one wikipedia link which is for Simon Broad um looking at some of the stuff yeah did not do did like the og uh or wasn't the og dub of dragon like the original dragon ball uh he was in some of he was uncredited in Godzilla versus Mothra from 90, 92 he's actually been in a number of Godzilla movies it looks like um actually this was his first role quote unquote um uh, Oh, he was in Police Story, apparently. I don't know if that was just dubbing, but yeah, the dubbing of this is horrendous, and it's not it not even just in the terms of like the actual acting. It's, it's bad. not even
1: funny. Bad. It's not yeah. funny. Bad. It the audio quality is terrible. I skipped like, to a random scene, and I I actually had a bit of of a uh, um what you call it, overload, uh, sensory overload, because it was lots of tinny noises clashing with one another. There's like, I, I just didn't fit with the music and the, the sound effects and then the people. It's just, it was such a mess.
0: Yeah, because yep. also they just straight up use the Japanese for a lot of things and then translate it.
2: Mm. It's also really good, too, because the acting was, yes, also absolutely terrible. It was some of the most stiff shit I've ever heard.
0: I would like I was going to say, oh, this is like a turbo CD dub. But I even think that turbo CD games are acted better than that.
2: At least those can have emotion.
0: Yeah. Uh Japanese dub, though, I'm looking at the voice acting list. Um, not a whole lot of names that uh, stand out to me. Although some of this, this just might be kind of a weak spot uh, for me, uh, with one major exception, uh, which is Roy Falker's uh, voice actor, uh, who is Akira Kamiya. Uh <laughs> who if you're not familiar with who Akira Kamiya has voiced uh two notable ones for him. Uh one is Rayo from City Hunter, the other is Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. So very notable voice actor. He's, he's done a, a lot, of, lot, lot range. of he's done a lot of stuff too. Uh so it's not just those two roles. On uh, stuff in like Kanikuman. uh just he work. He's gotten work. <laughs> Uh, but that is the one notable one that I'm seeing. Uh, I was, I hate that my thing is always look for like Akira Kamiya. Uh, and then no, I do not see Rio. Uh, I do not see, uh, Norio Wakamoto. Uh, (laughs) I, I hate saying this because I feel like it's a little bit of a, um, it's a little bit of a slap, but I I feel like this might actually be a little bit too much for Norio Wakamoto at the point of his career. Um, that's, I'm just randomly clicking on this. Uh, they're just a guy who worked a lot of Sentai and it's great, clink, it's, it's great clicking on this and just looking at his list and just seeing anime television series like Macross. Okay, so there's Kevin Tsubasa, there's Macross, there's Gundam, or G Gundam um slam dunk the original macross uh tenchi universe uh legend of the overfiend just slapped in
1: right there i don't know if i would put legend of the overfiend on my my uh my cv but uh
0: yeah it just looks like none of this is at least notable to me which that doesn't mean much but anyway
1: that's i felt like that was kind of interesting Oh, it's interesting to see what uh, these what people work on.
0: Um, I think that's good for that. So one th- I know this is one thing because last or last little bullet point would be competency editing, uh, just general cruft use of length. I think we already kind of went over this thing is edited weird uh, and just because of the fact of what this is. So I think we kind of went over that a little
1: mm-hmm.
0: bit. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, it just
1: was weird and disjointed. It was, yeah,
2: it was basically trying to watch sped up footage.
0: yeah, uh, so I think that's good for that. um trivia. um, let me just get some oh, there's a lot. there's a lot. Um, so we went over the the English dub. Uh, some things that got cut on um, there was a scene of. Ah, uh, the character Max and the uh, big lady—I've already forgot out her name was—but uh, there was originally planned to be. I believe it was meant to be done over the credits. Uh, their marriage uh, was one scene that got cut, uh, but some other things. Uh, like there's a lot of the the um the alien dude who ends up kill or who ends up killing Roy Fokker. Uh, actually was, like, a much major character in the show. Um, there's, like, models of, like, the planes uh, more detailed on things. Uh, there's a weird case in which uh, when uh, Hikaru does a missile spam against um, one of the main bad guys, uh, one of the missiles is actually a can of Budweiser.
2: Uh, one of them is also a, uh, a soda.
0: Yeah. there's. It was, it was actually more than one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a fun little thing. Um, uh, One main thing, though, about this that actually kind of upset some people, and particularly more, I would imagine, more of the Japanese side of this, um, you get a shot in the movie of the lyrics for the song Do You Remember Love, Uh, and they're written entirely in English. Thus, meaning that this entire the main language that everyone is speaking is English, which means that the song at the end, sung in Japanese, actually would have been sung in English, but <laughs> was being translated
2: back to Japanese for the sake of the audience.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a dumb detail, but I I like that. I, I, it's one of the it things made nerds it. angry, yes. Um, but yeah, and also if you get a chance to look at the lyrics, the lyrics are actually written in native, like, they are written by someone who... Actual factual English, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also that means that whoever did the translation work into Japanese did a really good job. Or if it was the other way around, it probably would... Uh, it was probably the other way around. Whoever wrote that English did a really good job of translating that song, which I'm going to take a stab and say that that probably was originally written in Japanese and then turned into English. And, yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, that's just... That's some trivia for, uh, that now, um, I guess with that kind of talked about this quite a bit. So let's go ahead and rank this bad boy. So, uh, we are going to rank this with our normal one to 21 scale with one being absolute mastercraft can probably not have that much better or like kind of, it's really good. Uh, it's 21, which is very not good. Uh, Not even fun, ironically, to watch. So, um, kind of, it's a little bit of a spread this time, but in general, uh, held pretty high regard. Um, So kind of giving an average starting point uh, from this, um, I'm gonna go ahead and start at five, uh, pulling up the list, um, in which uh, some things that are at five, uh, we have Adventures from Moomin Valley, uh, the first season of Game Center CX, uh, Jaws, Starcade, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner movie, and The Running Man are I... things. That sounds like a solid list. Um, I would also say that I would personally, I would, I would say higher than that.
2: Yeah, I would, I would definitely say higher than that. I would definitely watch this over Moomin or Jaws or Starcade. Um,
0: the thing I would definitely actually, actually, what I should have done is four to start with, because I'm looking at four. There's three things in four, but I feel like this is actually pretty. They're a lot more comfortable, yeah. Yeah. So we got Blackjack, the movie. Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence and Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, uh, which so that's two anime movies versus this.
2: I and mean, really, I'm trying to figure out if I would put it above or at the same level as Blackjack. That's the thing I'm unsure of.
0: Yeah. Uh, so just to say mine, I was kind of thinking two to three range. But would, I'm kind of looking I, more at this. I'm definitely thinking a little lower. I think three. I
2: think three would be a good spot personally. I would definitely watch this over like blackjack. Yeah. now I think about yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I, um, I, I I could see that. Um, sorry. Do Do you two saying that three is actually like any? Yeah. Any. Yeah. Three's a good one.
1: there's this good for this. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> what were you expecting to push i
0: I was. I'm like okay. Okay, because. Neither of you had that because I'll just say Torpo, you were four to five, and Axe, you were seven. So,
1: I mean, it's it's not it's not without precedent. You know, I've I've listed numbers and then listened to what everybody said. Okay, yeah, yeah, sounds better. So, yeah, to be I mean, fair,
2: I, I said that without even looking at the list. This is yeah. Also fair, I, I,
1: I have to admit, I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's also what I said. <laughs> so, just, for, for reasons
2: I couldn't crack open the list, so
1: i yeah. just forgot to but um no i i based on what you said and the little discussion we've had I, i'd say three sounds sounds just fine for it
0: yeah and that puts it on par with Dirty Pear, project eden uh ghost in the shell streets of fire and El dorado which i feel especially comparing it to say like dirty Pear um and ghost in the shell yeah i definitely feel it is a good spot for it um content uh gore without a doubt I think I think that's kind of it. Uh, yeah, so, actually,
2: there's a surprising lack of flashing lights.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like one scene with nudity in it, but it's like non-detailed nudity. It's a
2: bit of nipple. You see you well, nipple, just, you just, but
0: it's you see nip, but you don't see anything else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't even think that counts. Um, so let's see. Is there anything we want to call out for music charm? cinema... Signif- Music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art. Uh, I feel uh, like that, uh, music has to be music. music, action, and art without a doubt. Yes. Uh, yep, yeah, charm. I don't think quite fits because it's pretty. I
2: would. I would say cinematography. They do some good stuff with the camera angles, especially during the gravity shifts.
0: Yes. Uh, they put a lot of attention to detailed stuff. I don't think storytelling or charm really gets anything though. No, they're it's no. pretty standard. Uh. Yay or nay, I feel like number one pacing. nay is the length. Pacing. pacing and length, I feel like, are two bad are the two nays for this one.
2: I mean, so it's like, I didn't mind the two hours, but the problem is the pacing was breakneck.
0: So the thing I would say about the length is the fact that it felt like they needed more time. Yes. But then again, that goes in the pacing. Uh, which, to be fair, they basically ran out of money, so... <laughs> There was supposed to be more if memory serves, but they just ran out of money. Uh, that that sounds about right. Um, anything else? No. Uh, I've seen the f- fits. All right. So I think that's going to do it for this. Uh, it is... Macross, Do You Remember Love? is a very good movie that unfortunately is no longer on Retro Crush. Yeah. God damn it, Retro Crush. It's a shame that there's no other places of finding anime
2: on the internet. It's a shame that Harmony Gold can choke on the fat of my ass. I don't even know if
0: Harmony Gold was actually the problem. I think just they don't have a license
2: anymore. Which I would probably blame on Harmony Gold, but that's.
0: Yeah, probably. Also, fuck I, Harmony Gold. I mean, yes. I mean, maybe it's. Mm, no, actually, Either no, way. I don't think we'll at some time we will watch Robotech.
1: We, we'll leave that up to the philosophers.
0: Yes. If we can discuss Harmony Gold, I think when if we ever do Zillion, I think actually, because I think Harmony Gold brought
1: Zillion over here. Anyway, that's going to do
0: it for that. Uh, before we head out, X, uh, or anything you want to plug?
1: Yes, the Autistic Self Advocacy Network and your local SPCA or animal shelter. Please adopt, don't shop. Alright, uh, uh, Torpo.
2: Twitch.tv slash TorpoTypus, and at torpotypist on Twitter. And I would like to plug the hole in my cockpit, please, I'm rapidly venting atmosphere and I'm dying.
1: Okay, then- at the start of that. <laughs> you had me at the start of that, and then you hit pit, and I was like, oh, okay uh so i'm stupid uh, yeah uh so next time
0: (laughs) we've kind of been in anime land for a little bit anime and toku land for a little bit so it is time to actually very much break out of that and do something that actually this is a retro rank relief uh this is the winner of the poll from uh quarter two of retro rank rhapsody or retro rank relief um this is one, one that I kind of put on there. It is technically video game related because it is yes, 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 yes. kind of... You can kind of say that this is in the same vein as, say, United Freddy's. Freddy's. Uh, yes, but yes. also the very much the thing of, like, Chuck E. Cheese in general and any kid who ever went to an animatronics pizza place. Um, we are taking a look, and I, I actually need to... Do- I'm going to double check to make sure I didn't write it wrong because I keep on getting the name of this movie wrong. Um, we're going to be taking a look at Willy's Wonderland.
1: Yay! Uh,
0: which, if I remember, which, I mean, granted, we haven't done a lot of live-action movies for this. I think this is our first Nicolas Cage movie. It is. Um,
1: and what what a Nicolas Cage movie to start with.
0: Yeah, I've never seen this. I've heard, so the thing that I've heard of, heard from this, is that this movie is bad, with no other qualifications, which for a Nicolas Cage movie does not mean much.
1: That is... I'm going to say that's incorrect, but this will be my third time watching it. So I, I, I will just leave it at that.
0: Well, um, uh, We will find out next time uh, for Media Delta. So with that, thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Bye. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you would like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Rank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lolodepuzzle, or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.